0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1322, air date September 20th, 2023. All right, go ahead, Clint, we're live. Welcome,
1: everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. This is Clint Russell. I am joined today by PhD MIT Savage. This man is a savage. I love it. Uh, and presidential candidate on top of all of this, Dr. Shiva, welcome aboard. Good to be here, Clint. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, uh, you are you are quite the firebrand, and I love it. I love people that actually tell the truth, <laughs> and and are unafraid. Uh, it's very rare these days, and increasingly rare. Uh, I think we can maybe we'll talk about the Russell Brand issue a little bit later. But I wanted to start by asking you, um, you know, what what is your angle that makes you or what what makes you a better candidate for the american people than donald trump because i think a lot of people view him and his persecution and they go that's got to be our guy whether we agree with what he did in 2020 or not that's got to be our guy
0: why why is that not the case well look uh we have to take a big step back and really ask ourselves you know what is a qualification of someone who's president what is a presidency right um and i think one area uh one signal of that or one area that helps us, uh, informs us of that is if you go back, look at the founders of this country, all right? So let's go look at the founders of this country and look look, look at the founding of America. Uh, it was founded on a vision, right? The concept of inalienable rights, right? The concept of decentralization, the concept of very minimal government, right? So that was his vision. And then around that vision, the second part of it was, um, and I don't think people give any real uh, credit for this, or the incredible amount of credit, is that the individuals involved who were leading that movement at the time were extraordinary people, very, very well, uh, not only educated, but they actually had skills, um, you know, tremendous skills. There were many of them were polymaths. Uh, you look at Jefferson; he could build a house. He was an architect. He studied chemistry, philosophy, right. Um, True true geniuses on many levels. Yeah, and they were were a product of their times. They were coming out of a a period in Europe um, where there was new findings in physical chemistry, new findings in physics, and all all sorts of wild things were going on. Um, Washington was not just some businessman, which was frankly not such an interesting thing, you know, learning how to make money. It was these guys were surveyors. They knew geography, you know. they knew uh, strategy. They were actual generals, right? I mean, the skills they actually had were quite incredible, not skills of just banging women um, and uh, paying off prostitutes, right? <laughs> um, or banging women and then getting them coming after you, or banging women and writing uh, diaries about it. And then when your wife hangs herself, um, mourning over her death around a casket, and after a casket's buried, uh exhuming it and moving it to an unmarked grave you're talking about booby kennedy there okay these people are actually men of skill uh had very thoughtful they reflected on life right completely fucking different than any of these morons (laughs) and so you ask what the difference is you look at me and my skill set uh engineering mechanical engineering electrical engineering design, I could architect something, I have a degree in architecture. Uh, I do stuff, I build companies, I solve problems. Um, In 2020, I can go from talking about the immune system to helping millions of people's lives, Uh, then getting on the ground exposing Fauci, another moment doing election systems integrity analysis, writing almost three major PhD equivalent documents, uh, exposing these people. That's called a polymath, that's called an American leader. fucking Trump doesn't know jack shit. The fact that he's even there is because of the fact he comes from the swarm. He was anointed by the swarm. If elections are selections, which I know, Trump was selected, just like Obama was selected. He was selected to manipulate the American white working class back into the arms of the swarm. And right now they're in a major disruption because of a guy like me running in our movement for Truth, Freedom, Health which they don't know what to do. Typically, they have the obvious establishment. And then they find some fool like a Bernie Sanders or a Jesse Jackson, or Trump to just say what people want to hear. And they manipulate people into one wing of the establishment. Well, now we're exposing all these people from an angle of not rhetoric, but from an angle of very fundamental issues. What do any of these people know about the average individual's life in the United States? You living in mar lago you have, you know, golden plated toilet seats. You have trust funds like Booby Kennedy. You come from a family of mobsters, right? And I can go down the list if you want me to expose all these fools, or you've been a misogynist all your life and then you decided and you are a failed comedian, right? Or you come from a lineage of intelligence people like Fucker Carlson, or you come from (laughs) apartheid South Africa, like Elon Musk, who's never frankly created anything. These Mm -hmm. are the people, and there's not a lot of people here. Some people say, well, you're critiquing everyone. I'm talking about about 10 people here. And they should be eviscerated because the reality is that America deserves someone like me who actually came bottoms up, who actually has lived and fought against injustice my entire life, Mm -hmm. comes from everyday working people, has lived a life of fighting for freedom and putting my life on the line and we can go through my credentials beyond all the academic credentials I have and the achievements I have, but the actual credentials of being someone who actually fights, wins, and is relentless against exposing these fools. None of these people should even be running for president. They don't even, none of them. They're they're absolutely, every single one of them is wholly unqualified. The only reason they get visibility on mainstream media is because they're anointed. They're anointed. No I think that Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's. I think that's
1: what, what a lot of I'm good. getting echoed. Do you have headphones by chance? No, but
0: I can reduce my thing here. Is that better?
1: Yeah, yeah. If you just turn it down slightly, how's um, uh, Sounds good right now. Yep. So hopefully we're all right. I, uh, I, I think you know because what what doesn't jive with the anointed label with Trump is like yes, he he went along with uh, the entire mm-hmm. lockdown system. Uh, he he advocated on behalf of it uh, much of the time. Even though you know now when he talks about it, he acts as if he didn't. He kind of, he's kind of trying to play it both ways. He wants to take credit for uh, Operation Warp Speed and, and and say that he he just let the governors do whatever they want. You know, it's it's all like it's all just a dance as far as I'm concerned. But what what doesn't add up to me is that if he is controlled opposition, if he is uh, you know playing into their hands, why why turn around and prosecute this guy? Why does it appear as if they fear him as much as they do? Um, do you have any? Any input or any ideas to, you know, well, is, is he one of them whoa, truly?
0: Well, okay. So the fact that you're asking that question, Clint, um, is a question that's coming from a lack of understanding of some scientific engineering principles. Okay. So we need to go back to those principles because it's unequivocal to me that he's part of the swarm. Okay. And, but once you understand these principles, it becomes easier. But without the principles, there's always this doubt. So we have to step back and understand. Um, the system of manipulation here. Okay. All right. So let's let's go back to that. First of all, you have to look at if you want to look at an individual, you can't just look at their point in life at a certain. It's like imagine you watching a movie for two and a half hours, a two and a half hour movie, and you only come in at the last two minutes of the movie, and you're seeing the character of a movie, and you're trying to say, "Wow, that character's so nice," but you forgot all the shit he did before that and the shit he's going to do after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, It would be like watching the devil's advocate and seeing Al Pacino being all friendly to, you know, Keanu Reeves, giving him a job. But you're forgetting he's actually the devil. Right. And if you saw that. Right. So we need to take these individuals and actually step back and look at the arc of who they are. And you have to do a whole assessment of that. And that assessment will lead you to the fact they come from them. You know, I did a video called The Swarm. Right. Who is a swarm? Which. Uh, in spite of all the shadow banning, but we have to look at these people and recognize: a, they are not one of us. When I mean one of us, the eight billion of us, at least people get up, work for a job, you know, have to, you know, uh, grow their business in some way, etc. These people aren't that. They were all given things top down. They have a birth lottery. Most of them, okay, they're born into the right family, the right circumstances. They never really and if they were given all those things, you'll find out many of them burned through a lot of what they were given. Okay, they didn't really take advantage of what they were given. And then you have to go beyond the hype. And the other thing is, we need to recognize that we need to see these people's actions, and what they said and what they did at moments of crisis, what did they actually do when the shit was hitting the fan? It's very important, not after the fact, yeah, and then you have to compare them to other people. What did they do? Like myself, right? And then it's really all that matters is what what do you do in a
1: crisis? What you know, do particularly you for the, do the litmus
0: test. It's it's in a relationship, right? It's in a personal yeah. relationship, an organizational construct. Every one of these.
1: Well, uh, uh, playing off the same uh, you know line of questioning, I'm curious: is is
0: Vivek also in that? He's a fucking douchebag. He's worse. Than- <laughs> I did a whole thing called Vivek the snake. He's a complete fucking douchebag. Anyone who has any sense of integrity looks at how he talks and the way he wheedles around shit. There's a very good writer at Forbes did a great thing, how he has learned how to just take something, manipulate it and then move into some other manipulation. He hops from one manipulation to another. And I just look at him and I've hired thousands of people in my lifetime I would never hire this guy ever. He's a fucking bullshitter. Complete mm-hmm. snake. Now, it's a it, Oh, go ahead. So, um the fact that the only reason he's even being considered is because of the fact that overnight fucker Carlson of mainstream media gives him attention. Look, if you want to get a book into the bookstores, you need a major agent and you need to be connected. All of everyone listening needs to, to understand that all of these people are highly connected. They all go to the same, you know, equ- equestrian clubs with their kids. They all go to the same tennis clubs. They all go to the same restaurants. They're one degree of freedom away from each other. Mm-hmm. And I really think people don't understand Now I know that because I used to live in Hollywood in Malibu. Okay. I know all these people. I grew up in the, you know, circumstance of MIT. Okay. So all of the, and I walked away from all that because I hate these scumbags. Their existence comes from their network. Jared mm-hmm. Kushner and Vivek and Trump and Elon Musk, all these people know the same people. Right. And I really think you need to understand this. And they will not allow you into their circles. It is very high level of hurdle of income, of connections you need to have before they'll allow you into their circles.
1: So, so why has Vivek been allowed in? Because it does seem
0: to a large extent that he has. Because he is them. We now have a multi-racial global swarm, a neo-caste system. Look, he's called the Brahmin caste, okay? I came from below. His parents would spit on people like me in India, literally. They would call me the equivalent of the N-word, okay? His caste. And people need to understand we live in a caste system now. Just look at this douchebag. Can you tell me what he's created? Can you tell me one thing he's done? Well,
1: uh, I mean, I've had him, I've had Vivek on the show. I I will, I will grant you that he is, um, one of the most gifted salesmen I've, I've encountered anyone Uh, who I can see through him like a douchebag. Well, a lot, a lot of people feel that way. And I, and I even ended my interview with him saying, you know, I'm, it's very challenging to, to suss out. You know what his true beliefs are because he is so he's so gifted at like angling it to the audience. That no, no, you guys don't know how
0: to ask him real fucking questions. You need to (laughs) ask him the following, and you. My buddy Anomaly certainly did. Yeah, but Anomaly learned all that stuff from us, okay? Um, But Anomaly sort of pussied out on certain things, okay? Here's a bottom line with Vivek: How did he make money? Go look at how someone makes money, and you will understand the character of that person. Sure. How did he make money? Well, uh,
1: according to his story, I, I don't know. I haven't dug deep to know for sure, but uh, he's he has, I think, five or six FDA approved drugs under his uh, yeah his
0: corporate. I mean, that's that's what he says. Is that true? I don't know. Well, let's talk about how how the motherfucker bullshitted everyone. He goes from Harvard. By the way, he goes. He told people he came from nothing. No, I came from nothing. That guy came from two Brahmin parents. Does that, do you know what Brahminism is, Clint? I know, I know it's a yeah. kind of a class system within oh, India. It's a caste system. It's worse than a class system, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it is beyond racism, okay? That's where he comes from. Now, he bullshits people, says, oh, he grew up with nothing. No, he went to a fucking prep school, costing tens of thousands of dollars, number one. Then he goes to Harvard, Okay. When he graduates Harvard, he goes to hang out with these hedge fund guys. If you know hedge fund guys are, and you come out of Harvard, you're basically joining a club of people actually don't do much except move capital around. And the reason they get to make money is they all do insider trading, right? So that is very different than where I grew up in New Jersey. Someone who's a landscaper, a plumber, who gets up and works for a living. And they actually produce something of value. These guys are sort of insiders. So but are are you denying that he, that he
1: has six FDA approved drugs? Is I'm going to say, nice? say,
0: go check it out. Okay. Well, I, I go check it out. I, I haven't, I, you know, I've way, seen a lot of, there is I've seen a lot of fact FDA, checks, but I, the FDA, I have gotten it. FDA doesn't improve drugs. If you ever say you have FDA approved drugs, the FDA will slap you upside the head. The FDA gives allowance hmm. for a drug to go to clinical trials. Mm-hmm. Okay. They do allowances, okay? So it's very important to understand this. Now let's look at the level of bullshit of this guy. And and everyone listening should probably mark the time code on this until the end, you can go verify all of it. Number one, there's a company called, he creates a company called Axovant. Okay, what did AXAVANT do, Clint? They, they went, I, he went and got $5 bucks from his fraternity of other fools who don't do much. And then he takes that $5 bucks and he goes to a company called GlaxoSmithKline. Remember, this guy hasn't done it. He hasn't been in the lab. He hasn't done the research. It's a scam. So what he does is he takes that $5 million, goes to GlaxoSmithKline. How does he get to GlaxoSmithKline? That part it, I don't know. Exactly. You're, you have to be part of the clique. I mean, mm. we do cold calls to companies. We don't know people. We have to actually do the work. Well, you pick up a phone because you were in that circle. So right, right. there, you go try to get into GlaxoSmithKline's president. No one on this call can do that. No one on this call can get through to Albert Borla at Pfizer. So how do you get into those circles? That means you're already part of them. You've been vetted and you're allowed into those circles. All right? Is that, is that his Harvard lineage or is it beyond that? It's the lineage of people who hang around with scumbags because they've never worked a day in their life. Their entire life has been to learn how to hang around with those circle of people, Clint. They go to the right prep school. It starts at the age of 12 to 15 to 17. Their mama and papa, send them to the right prep schools. Then after the prep schools, they get all the consulting to apply to Harvard. They get people to write their essays. You see, it's a whole club and you're not part of it. Sure. I actually got 800s on my SATs. My parents can afford consultants. I actually filled out my own application. These people have consultants, $30,000 consultants. So there's a very interesting Harvard uh, adjunct professor said, Dumb people are getting into Ivy League institutions and smart people can't even get an education anymore. Hmm. So dumb motherfuckers are going to the institutions and it's changed a lot in the 20 years. Really. So how do you get into Harvard? Someone should go do research on that. Yeah. Okay. Actually do the research. He was on. He was on. I know. I know he was
1: valedictorian of his high school. So he you know, he's he's no dummy. But uh, you know, go ask how many many kids
0: were in the high school. how much i go go ask we should actually go do more research how did he get his grades did he actually get them or did he ask like his way to doing them because people give trophies to everyone these days you actually have to do the research the point is it's a club okay so you go to harvard you create your friendships then you make a few phone calls and you can get through to GlaxoSmithKline. smith klein so Five million bucks he raises, you go try to raise five million today, Clint. See how much effort it is. You have to write this and that, and you have to, anyone here on the call, go try to raise five million bucks. Yeah, well, I, I
1: was a money manager, so it would be different. I could I could probably get it done, but it is extraordinarily challenging. Um,
0: and- well, for, <laughs> uh, for an entrepreneurial company with no assets, nothing, you have to oh, do it a, on the strength of relationships. Yeah, okay? it's pure networking. That's it. So. Yep. This cannot be underestimated that you make one phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I did. I remember you. Yeah, yeah, no, no big deal. You know, you're good for it. And the five million he gets is maybe five guys put in a million bucks and we should go do research on that. And that million is part of a billion dollar portfolio, which is nothing for them. Okay. sure. Anyway, you go raise five million and, you know, Alzheimer's drugs, 99 percent of them fail. You know, all this. And you know, if you just say, "Oh, I think I have something for Alzheimer's," everyone is going to invest in it. It's the biggest scam you can do. Okay. So he goes to GlaxoSmithKline. Do you know the story, Clint? I do. Yeah. He
1: okay. he acquires he acquires a drug that had failed uh, multiple times. Four times. Uh, for 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 whatever reason, he believes that that there's there's mm-hmm. viability that has been missed. He decides to acquire it for that five million acquisition price, and then the drug
0: fails. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Go back. You missed a big step there. So yes. He goes okay. to Smith GlaxoSmithKline. Look, I've gone through clinical trials, okay? Phase two clinical trials, had failed once on Alzheimer's and dementia, then Park, They tried everything on all these mm-hmm. different brain. It failed, 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 failed four times. Mm-hmm. So you know it's failed. And you know, wow, I can scam people. So you go buy that drug and you change the name. And what do you do? You go get your mother did
1: you know this? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I learned yeah. it after my interview with him because of Anomaly's research.
0: Well, no, Anomaly took it from us, okay? Okay, well then, then yeah. from your research. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he took the drug, okay? His mother does the analysis of right. one of those four clinical trials. What is the analysis? They're not even running a clinical trial. They're doing the analysis of the data of the failed drug data. And what they do is they throw out the data, which included people who didn't complete that clinical trial. It's called a completer analysis, okay? So you threw out data and then you analyze that data. And we're, now in order to get credibility in science, the, the highest form of credibility is you publish it in a peer review journal. The other is you you publish you give a platform presentation. The lowest form is you do a poster session, which is what undergraduates do. Hmm. There's like a big conference, you know, kids have a little poster with some nice drawings. And they say, I did this experiment, and have these results. Well, that completer analysis data, which is highly, highly suspect, was presented as a poster session. OK, now to me, it's laughable as a scientist who actually has published in the leading journals like, yeah, you that's good for undergraduate students. We're just getting their feet wet. OK. Publishes it. And then they take that data, and then they use that analysis to tout the drug. Right. And to beef up an IPO, knowing it's a useless drug, knowing this, and then they do the clinical trial, I think about a year later, after they'd hyped it, and the stock crashes because it fails. You knew it was gonna fail, and it fails by 99%. Uh, I'll grant you, it does not look good. Uh, I think that the only the only reason I
1: haven't come to a firm conclusion is because I it's outside of my area of expertise. Wait, well, like, my I, area I, of expertise because I know I know, and that's why okay, that's okay, why I'm I appreciate your here, opinion.
0: I've gone through the FDA allowance process. You know, we just got a patent. In fact, I'll show it to you. Just came in the mail. Okay, this is an actual patent for real combination therapy. We just did that, and we spent ten years doing this. Actually, did the fucking research, man. Right. For for combination therapy that really resolves osteoarthritis. Okay? Now that took actual me working. We didn't scam everyone. I didn't take $1 of investor revenue. Think about that. That's called real innovation. What he did is not innovation. It's called financial bullshitting, engineering. And you really so need to understand...
1: Basically a biomedical pump and dump is essentially what you're... Yeah, it's
0: called, it's called bullshitting. You compare that quality of a human being to... A Benjamin Franklin, right, a Thomas Jefferson, someone like me who actually gets in the lab, actually does things, actually mm-hmm. makes real stuff. This is a fucking scam artist. He's a fucking snake. Let me give you another example. Now, it's, for me, it's fascinating as a brown skinned Indian guy, you know, about a half a billion people came to know about us during 2020. And they knew we were going to run independent. They had to go, they had to go find a, a brown skin, Brahmin, big pharma, brown noser. This is a, in my view and all the people in my circles. They see this as a fucking psyop, Clint. They had to go get someone else to. And there are people who think I'm him. Mm. OK. They all look alike. Right. But the point so is you, think, that, you think they replace they're replacing oh yeah, definitely. him with or you yep. with him. Yep. And many people have said this. Interesting. And he literally has stolen rhetoric from us. First of all, this guy's not anti-establishment. He is the establishment, through and through. Have you ever? Where was he at the lockdowns? We were we were running massive protests against the lockdowns. He was promoting lockdowns. Yep. When the lockdowns were taking place, we created the mask and you know the mass and oral health protocol, and we taught three thousand people how to challenge the mass mandates at the school level. I did the science, Help people write lawsuits, etc. He was promoting masks. So yeah. this guy is part of the establishment. I've been on the ground handing out thousands of flyers. This guy is not an activist. He's a scumbag. Let's take another cool. example. He graduates from Harvard, works in a hedge fund, has made about a million bucks. Files for a Soros Fellowship, an affirmative right. action fellowship, which is really meant for poor people who come, you know, from the inner cities bottoms up. This guy didn't sure. come from poor people. He came from <laughs> Brahmin parents, who are top down. Takes a, had seven hundred fifty thousand a million bucks, and now he says he's against affirmative action. I mean, this is, I mean, this is like criminal in my view. I've never th- or at least at least way. hypocritical. It's criminal because affirmative action was created for friends of mine who went to MIT, came from the inner cities where mm. fucking shots were flying around, you know? So they, affirmative action was a reform that came out of the civil rights movement because, you know, there was a distance between the minority and the equivalent, you know, rich white candidate, right? Now it wasn't the right solution, right? right. But it was a reform. You know, when I came yeah, and to MIT, he, and he I, took advantage of it. Yeah, when I came to MIT in, 1980, in 1968, let me give you an example. Uh, Shirley Jackson, was a professor, who was a graduate student at MIT, was the only two black students at MIT in 1968. Wow. And she threw down her thesis in front of all these old white professors, and she said, it's a disgrace, I'm only one of two black students graduating MIT. She's getting her PhD. She's now the president of Rensselaer. The next year, they let in some students. Those students came all from the inner cities and they said to, and and uh, they said, you know, we're never going to be successful. you let us in so we could fail. And those students took over the MIT faculty club and they demanded MIT set up programs so they could actually compete with the students who came from the wealthy schools. Mm-hmm. This is what affirmative action was designed for, not for a scumbag brahmin fucking brown noser and for him to take advantage of it. And then later on say he doesn't, Support affirmative action when he got an affirmative action scholarship.
1: Yeah. Well, he, I think he has been he has been uh, caught up on you know telling that tale in different different oh ways God. a couple of times. So he should be slapped upside the head, man.
0: <laughs> if he fucking came to if he come to, came to Newark, New Jersey, we <laughs> treat him very fucking differently, and he would learn to shut the fuck up very fast. <laughs> this guy's a douchebag. I'm sorry to laugh. The reason but... I'm saying this because I fucking worked hard all my life. You know, yeah, no, I get and, it. And and every working class person I have, this guy is claiming he's a fucking American. No, he's not an American. If anything, he hates this country. He hates the American people because he thinks he's so much smarter and can bullshit people. That's a hatred for people, man.
1: Well, if, if it, it I'll, I'll grant you this. If if I can actually, uh, and I will, and I will do additional deep dive on this. If I can actually prove that they they knew. That that uh, that Parkinson's drug was was had no additional utility because like I just can't know I can't know that they knew that but I will grant you I do think that they're they're well, reanalysis you, you don't have this of the field. data
0: Clint what, if you're a money manager I'm not going to argue with you on money management okay sure. If I'm Michael Jordan it would be like a high school student telling Michael Jordan how to shoot a basketball okay I I'm, I, I'm not I'm not i doubting I'm not you doubting know, what your I'm opinion to on. Say is it's not even believing me. Every, the, the process that they're doing was a complete scam. Third example, he claims he's for excellency and meritocracy. Well, you had right. fucking nepotism in your own fucking company, your mama and your brother, and they're the ones who did the analysis that you used. Yeah. But that what is. I find amazing is when I, every word that comes out of a mouth, I see a fucking scam artist. And the reason anyone is following him because they're fucking desperate for real change. And so, yeah. anyone who mouths words, they don't bother looking at what they actually did. You go back to COVID, this guy was promoting vax mandates, promoting mask mandates, and had also started a company to track all of us. Data Band, yeah. okay? Yeah, I know. So, you add all of this up, and what picture emerges is fucking scumbag. There's no nothing else. And if people don't, ha- people should use the most vehement words to expose these people because they hate America. They hate the American people. They really fucking do. I didn't see him in 2020 when we exposed the backdoor portal to Twitter, where was this fucking guy? Where were all of these people? So now you come out because you're part of that swarm, overnight you can make a call to somebody at the New York Times who writes articles about you every once a week. That doesn't happen mysteriously. Yeah, no, they all have PR reps that are, that are... Yeah, so I think people really need to understand how tightly wound these people are and the level of things they can get done overnight versus us who have to build stuff step by step by step. Okay, right. They don't have to do that. They ch- They cheat. They're actually fucking cheaters. Everything well, they have earned is not by hard work, but by cheating. And I want to end this with this fool, is that these people... Are made. They make other people, the, the the coterie around them or their cabal, actually think, "Wow, he's a scam artist. He's good. That's good. Oh, you scammed five million. You made that money. Wow, you're smart." They value people who scam, and they think the rest of us, who actually work hard, are fucking dummies. And that, mm-hmm. that's what I may, mean. They hate us. I see. Yeah, they no, have no, a pain for people who actually wake up in the morning. Actually, follow the rules. They actually think we're dumb, Clint. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I, that, I think
1: I think most of our the ruling class think that we are idiots and that we ought to be ruled with an iron fist because they are superior to us, and that's that's why the whole World Economic Forum, you know, climate change agenda uh, talks down to people so much. But it also propagandizes the youth to think that they're they're participating in in a way that that is uh, somehow. Uh, I don't know, uplifting,
0: but I, I wanted to ask yeah, you yeah, because... And, and I remember this whole, his fighting against the WEF, right. suddenly, it's all bullshit. It's like trying to make him look anti-establishment. You have to really look, have these people been fighting? Do they have a history of fighting injustice or have they profited from injustice their whole lives? Mm-hmm. This guy has.
1: Well, that is that is a very important question. Have you, have you challenged him to a debate and would you be
0: willing? I'll tell him to fucking get in a ring with me. <laughs> the, he needs to have that. He needs to have be taught a lesson. <laughs> there is some personal well, animus here. Mate, like the issue is, you know, it's really fucked up. These people are fucked up, man. They're evil. They're evil. Oh, I agree. I agree. I here. Here's my. Why my, don't my, you? Why don't
1: you challenge him? Why don't I challenge him yeah, too?
0: Why, why don't you? Why don't we call him up right now? I'm, I'm saying, call him right, up and right, say, right, "Dr. Chiva right. wants to fucking expose your bullshit. Are you open to it?" <laughs> I'll, I'll DM him and 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 say he thinks you're a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I don't think
1: I'm going to propose the debate in that fashion, but uh, I do. I do love the passion, man. I'll. Uh, all right. So I wanted to transition into talking about the economy. We just hit 33 trillion. By the way, $1. it's not
0: passion. I have a real hatred towards these people. Oh, I can We're tell. On passion, they're scumbags. Yeah. They hate yeah. the country. They hate everything about this country. They think they're smart and they have not been disciplined properly. They need a fucking disciplining. <laughs> Well, speaking of discipline, uh, the United States government lacks it entirely.
1: Uh, This is the ruling class that you're describing. And this is part of the reason I hate them as well, uh, is that they are, uh, you know, not just mortgaging our future, but really bankrupting us. And, you know, 33 trillion in debt took us 205 years to accrue the first one trillion for the national debt. And it took us 90 days to accrue the most recent recent one trillion, 205 years, now 90 days. That's that's. Ladies and gentlemen, extraordinarily unsustainable. I'm curious, what would your plan be to
0: address this? Well, let's go to the root of the evil, okay? It's a good transition because the same individual who raises five million bucks from people does a scam useless drug is the same mentality, okay? Mm. And look, the elites have thrived on economic equality and it's really their weapon of imperialism. Let me repeat that again the elites thrive on economic inequality and it's really their weapon of imperialism. What do I mean by that? Um, The US reserve currency, which is a fact that everyone has to use the dollar, right? Um, As a currency of choice to buy, you know, goods like oil and this kind of things, right? The only reason that's sustainable The only reason is because of the might of the US military. Okay. So the dollar is not backed by an economy. It's backed by a fucking set of nuclear weapons and massive amount of weaponry. That's what the dollar is actually backed by. Okay. You might as well put a bunch of missiles on the back of the dollar. Right. Um, So we need to understand that. It's not the
1: full faith and credit of the United States government, it's the full faith and might of the United States military.
0: Right. Um, or the hope of the full faith of the U.S. military, right? The, the sure. fear of the U.S. military, but that's where it comes from, and that you know really occurred, you know, post Bretton Woods, right, in the 1940s after World War II, and then we went off the gold standard um, under the Nixon administration, became the petrodollar, right? But now mm-hmm. it's just backed by pure military might. That's what it. That's all it is. That's uh, that's what it exists on. So we need to understand that. And the printing of money, um, people like Stephanie uh, Caton, whatever her name is from uh, uh, the Wharton School, right? She basically now, Shelton. Yeah, Shelton. She basically says, we should print money. It's okay. It's called modern monetary theory. And so she says, you don't have, you know, a, uh, the government's kitty is not like your household kitty. You don't have to balance anything right. because the more you put into the economy, that's a good thing, okay? So that's this thing called modern monetary theory with the caveat that you have to control inflation, all right? All right, so that's where we're living in the world of modern, modern monetary theory. After 2008, it occurred with Obama printing. Obama printed $8.1 trillion in two years. Trump printed $8 trillion in one term, okay? So the elites know that they can use the, the concept of the U.S. military being the world's policemen to print whatever money they want. Now, that comes at a cost to creating massive economic inequality in the United States. The United States, if you look at the Gini score, has the highest income inequality. Um, but, and everyone knows during the pandemic, 600 billionaires increase their wealth by $2.3 trillion. Elon Musk was frankly not worth that much. The pandemic is where his wealth increased to 200 billion. And people need to under- recognize that. So income inequality since 1970 to today has explosively grown. Between 1900 to 1970, the, as the GDP grew, everyone's wages grew. Mm-hmm. Every income quartile grew. It's very important to understand. And the reason the wages grew is a very important piece of knowledge that most is not taught in history class anymore. It was because there were mass movements, bottoms up movements, There were close to 200 million people striking in this country in over 11,000 strikes, which means the labor movement, the true labor movement, the true proletariat movement, not the lumpen proletariat movement, people who don't work but call themselves workers like Bernie Sanders. I'm talking about the hardworking American worker who came back from World War II, okay? The people who built this country wouldn't take shit. You're gonna fuck us up, we're gonna strike, okay? Before Mm -hmm. the unions were taken over by the Kennedys and the Hoffas and the Bernie Sanders, right, from the left. We're talking about true, the fist of the American working class. And that fist of the American working class put the fear of God into the elites. And so they knew they should not fuck around. And those movements explosively grew. And those movements are why you have roads today and highways and water systems. And we eliminated child labor. And during the period of 1900, 1970, as those movements grew, everyone's wages grew. But starting the 1950s ending the 1970s and i've said this over and over again what happened was the right wing branded all these movements as communists capital c communists coming from russia and the left wing took over these unions top down so by the end of 1970 what you ended up having ha- having was the unions were destroyed no more unions and something else interesting happened that there were no more strikes anymore. Mm-hmm. So you go between 1970 to today, you look at the numbers, there's been maybe 2 million people who have really bit, built strikes, and maybe 900 strikes. So a factor of, you know, 100 difference from what was what occurred before. 200 yeah. million people striking versus 2 million people striking, you say? And what happened between 1970 to today is massive income inequality. So the first and second income quartiles, their wages have actually gone down. And while the third and fourth income quartiles have gone up, so there's actually two American pies. Yes, the GDP has grown, but it's grown for the second, the third and fourth. But it's actually shrunk for the first and second. The shrinking was calculated by the Rand Corporation a report to be about 47 trillion dollars. Okay, so forty seven trillion dollars in wealth got transferred from the first and second income quartile to the Elon Musk's and Jeff Bezos of the world. Mm -hmm. That's what's taken place. And that occurred during this period of quantitative easing, printing money, uh, pandemics, right, all the crises that the elites created to manipulate the stock market because the elites know how to drive the stock market down. The poor person sells low, the rich person, you know, buys high and every time they bring it down, they know how to put money in and they do the V curve and, and these guys buy low and people and they know when to sell high because they're all insiders, right? Yeah. All of these people know this. And if you look at when Trump did the V curve, right, it went down and he brought it back up. Jared Kushner got a two billion dollar loan from the Saudis, right? All that money went into this hyperinflated stock market. Mm-hmm. So the elites have this down to a game and you and I have no fucking chance of competing in it because they have their MIT PhDs who come out of, you know, the computational group. I used to work in groups like that and 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 other people. They know how to do this manipulation all day fucking long. So you basically can never compete with this. Don't even try. You won't be able to because by the time they're doing one thing, they're making money off something else. Right. They're taking five million and buying a useless drug and flipping it with mama writing, this kind of, they they do this all day long. And they all think, Clint, they're so smart at doing this. Quantitative easing is all based on US imperialism. It demands that the rest of the world bow down to the United States military, might. And ever so often, the US military has to go do an action to put the fear of God into their other thugs, right? Yep. Say we're the big thug. We get to print money, and we'll be the reserve currency. So that's a game that's going on, you know. And even yeah, well, that's Bricks- that's why Gaddafi, I, I think, was taken out. I think that's why Assad was
1: almost taken out. I think that's probably why Putin is on the uh on the right. But but let's
0: let's be clear. All of these guys are they're not good guys. They're not good guys. <laughs> they're all thugs. It's a, yeah. you have a big Godfather, and you have a bunch of other guys trying to be Godfather. BRICS was actually created exactly. by uh, Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan, right? Yep. So um, what they're looking at is they're looking at a neighborhood. Okay, the U.S. is a neighborhood. Um, and and they like, if you look at it, even in a s- s- micro scale, they like sending in drugs into a neighborhood. They like sending alcohol into a neighborhood. You depress the housing prices. And then the developers come in and buy it on a song. Now you just take it to a global level. That's what's happening oh, yeah. in the United States, right? So you want to drive the U.S. prices down. And then then you're going to move it to these emerging markets where you know, you're going to get, you know, 200, 300 X return. And that's what BRICS is going to be. Right? So in, in my that view, the next three years are going to be interesting because I think you're going to see, you know, potentially some massive crashes, right. To do one more round of quantitative easing, they'll drive things down, bring things back up again. And then after 2024, You know, a lot of some very interesting data shows there's going to be a major crash, but it may go down. They'll do one more squeezing of the udder, right, to get more milk out of the cow. Right. And then after that, they're just going to move a lot of money to bricks and other. This is my thesis. Okay, I could be wrong,
1: but no, I think I think
0: it's a fair fair read. Right. So so but the bottom line is for those of us who work for a living, actually do research and actually do create intellectual property, not do scams, not do financial engineering. We need to recognize that these people are not one of us. And the only way out of this is is to go back to history, which is we need to build a bottom up movement because we need to empower everyone who wants to listen to think, fight and heal. And why do I say that? Because, Clint, you may have seen my graph I keep sharing right on this flyer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that flyer shows the fact that the U.S. life expectancy is going like this. Since a la- and I'm the only one talking about it. This fool Russell Brand started talking about it only recently. He never even talked about life expectancy with booby fucking Kennedy because they literally watch everything we do and they know we're the true revolutionaries. They're the not so obvious establishment. So they plagiarize our stuff to keep people's minds shared. But mm. that life expectancy curve is quite extraordinary. And it's not because of COVID. The life expectancy of the United States started going in this direction starting in the 1970s and 80s. When you had the consolidation of many things, big pharma, uh, the research institutions, big hospitals, right? So we live in an extraordinary time right now where it is not any one issue that is. The fact is, if you have a child, your child will have a lower life expectancy than you. That should, what should sink in. We're yeah. supposed to be expanding our life. The elites will live long. But the rest of us, life expectancy is going down and down and down. Why is we're, that- we're the useless we're the useless eaters. Why why should they care about us? You know, right. And it's not any one issue. It's income inequality, which creates massive stress in people. People don't have close relationships. Um, you know, community and relationships are the number one reason people live long. Number one reason. You know, the third issue is that you have the entire healthcare system is not about healthcare. People can't even have a relationship with their doctors anymore. You know. Um, so many inter- intermediaries have come in and you nope. can go on and on and on those the genetic engineered foods the poisons but it's not any one thing and when you put it all together you'll see that republicans and democrats left and right have all participated in the destruction of the american life expectancy couldn't agree more and and, and, and our economy for that matter and all of, yeah, so all of them anyone who's a noteworthy celebrity noteworthy politician noteworthy academic They're all scumbags. All of them have been part of this. They've all profited from this. So the issue is, who should we believe? Well, we should start believing ourselves. We should start believing leaders who actually truly come from below Mm -hmm. and who have skills. If you look at the Chinese Communist Party, you know, one thing interesting with China is there is some meritocracy in the Communist Party. They're all engineers. They're scientists. They're not, they have to, you know, who, who they are. And they have like a hundred year plan. They have a thousand year plan. They have a whole group of intellectuals who are truly dedicated to the country, you see? And they have a, it's a 5,000 year old system that they follow. A lot of people don't know this. And when I was in Asia recently, I learned about it. So they have a set of people who are true advisors to the premiers. And those guys can go into topics and research stuff, do whatever they want, but, the, and they are, they're chosen to be people who don't care about money. Those people are accomplished in a field and have already achieved something. So they have this elite group of thoughtful, quote unquote, enlightened people who advise these guys. Now we don't have that anymore. Academics are bought and paid for, right? We saw, talk about the Alzheimer useless drug this fool Vivek promoted. For 16 years, a professor at University of Minnesota wrote a paper on Alzheimer's. Completely fraudulent paper came out a year ago, right? He photoshopped the Western blot images. It's unbelievable. And three point seven billion dollars went from the NIH, right, into that research. And every fucking professor at MIT and Harvard sucked this guy's cock promoting his research, cited all his papers because they all made money on it. Yeah. None of those guys are in fucking jail, Clint. I know, I know. It's fucking it's awful. It's evil. But many people don't even know the level. Again, it's the same cabal. Okay. Yeah. It's a but. But here, here's
1: here's an important question for you. I, I agree with your analysis, honestly, I do. Um, but what I'm not hearing is, what is the fix? I mean, it, like you're talking, you were talking about unions, talking well, right, about coming right, off okay, the gold well, standard. Right.
0: Where, where do you take it? So here, 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 are the solution. Okay. Number one, we have to have a clear vision of what is it we want. Right. Then you have to have a framework, a scientific framework for achieving that vision. And then the third thing people need is an engineering, the actual work that needs to be done on the ground. Like the physical work, like what what are you supposed to do, okay? So by way of analogy, there was a vision. Wow, could we fly like birds? That's a vision, okay? That vision was realized in two ways. One was you have to have the science. You have to actually understand the physics of flight. And that occurred when Bernoulli figured out Bernoulli's principle how you could create a wing structure that could put pressure, you know, the wing structure had to be architected, right? So you could have lift. Without that scientific framework, you're never gonna achieve your vision, but that wasn't sufficient. Now you have to have people who take that scientific set of principles, have that vision, actually have to build that wing, have to put in the effort to get it right, the hard work. Okay? Now, if we wanna create a society, first of all, what do we want? OK, do we want scumbags like Vivek and Trump and booby fucking Kennedy who bullshit us, who openly tell us personal integrity and public integrity are two different things. I will fuck you in, in the personal life. And but trust me who I am, because I just got some testosterone therapy shots. And, you know, and forget the fact that they're going to have a hundred thousand times more chance of getting blood clots. And I'm saying I'm, I'm against blood clots and da da da. Forget all that. Right. Forget <laughs> the fact that, you know, I, you know, probably killed my wife. OK. <laughs> oh diary. <my> okay? <laughs> Holy shit, All right. That's who he is. He's a fucking scumbag. And then I had the best PR agency pray over my wife's. They got a great picture praying over my hanged wife's coffin. And the next day I did it for the photo op. It's a true story. Then he dug up the grave and buried it because he hated her so much in an unmarked grave. All right. That's a that's a wild story. I have heard it. It's right up on Maureen Callahan, and she challenged him to a debate to refute anything she said in there, okay? So the question is, do we want these kind of people? And do we want their vision? Their vision is power, profit, control. Their vision is, I'm a fucking bullshitter, and I'm going to bullshit you so much that you're so fucking desperate you're going to vote for me because you think I'm smart because I know how to bullshit you, all right? So first things: what's the vision of a leader? What's the vision of... The philosophy that we want. Well, I have a very clear vision. Truth, freedom, health. Truth, freedom, health. And those three concepts come out of engineering systems theory. Freedom, the ability to move information and matter freely. That's a concept called transport. Truth, the ability to take ideas, apply a very hard process called the scientific method, where it doesn't matter where fucking family you're born in. doesn't matter how good looking you are. It has to, if, if you're, Hypothesis doesn't match the results. Get the fuck out, okay? That's called the process of taking wild ideas and finding out what the truth is. It's a conversion process. Conversion, which is a process that occurs in engineering and science. And then you have to have the right infrastructure to make all of this occur. Without our physical health, economic health, we can't achieve freedom. We cannot fight for real science, okay? None of that. Well, in the world of science, that was called storage and infrastructure. So our vision is built like the founders had, a philosophical idea of inalienable rights, decentralization, you see? So I'm giving the world a very clear vision, truth, freedom, health, and I'm giving a framework. Now, what is the science to achieve that? That's the science of systems. You see, most of the political frameworks are built on philosophical ideas, classical liberalism, right, anarcho-syndicalism, Marxism, Leninism, right? These are ideas that are not founded in any scientific or engineering reality. But I have discovered through my work over the last 50 years, scientific principles that you can apply to every system in the universe. And I can educate anyone on this. And that Mm -hmm. is called foundations of systems. So now, just like Bernoulli, not only have I given a vision as a visionary, but I've also given the science as a scientist. Who else is doing that? Clinton. Now, third, how do we take what Dr. Shiva is saying, the scientific principles and embodies? Well, number one, you got you. You know, we've created a program called Truth for the Health. In within three to four hours, we can educate anyone so they don't have to go to 30 years of engineering school on these principles. And then we can educate people how to use these principles to think beyond left and right so they can see with such clarity that. And they can articulate with such clarity why Vivek is a snake, why Booby is a fucking booby Kennedy, why Trump is full of shit. Because once you understand these principles, there's no fucking going back. You will not be fooled again. And you can use these same principles to understand how your body is a system. You can become your own doctor. You can understand everything in the universe from a systems-based principles approach. And, then you, and that compels you to realize this system called Social media is completely owned and operated by the government now, which is what my lawsuit first exposed long before Twitter files the lawsuit that fucker Carlson actually concealed. And that compels you to go offline, go at six in the morning and hand out a flyer to one of your fellow human beings. And this flyer educates them on the lifespan going down. It educates them on who the swarm is and it gives them a solution and it invites them to come to an open town town hall that we do every Thursdays. Okay. Okay compels them to say, wow, I, I am the solution. There's no one else coming to save me. Stop asking, what do I think about Vivek the Snake? Ask, what do I think about Clint Russell? Hmm. What is Clint gonna do for me? You go on our social media. What is Maria Canister doing? She's handing out a flyer. She's meeting with hundreds of people every day. What is Heather Burden doing in Ohio? What is Kenara Lundberg doing in Norway? We now have a movement of close to a half a million people globally of all different backgrounds, who are understanding the science, very clear vision, and they know the engineering. That's called a freaking movement. And so yep. we're not whining. We're not, we're not giving people the lesser of two evils. You know, as this flyer says, the reason we're in this condition is because there's a lesser of two evils. Right. So we're saying raise your fucking standard, or you're going to get or be satisfied with a fucking used car salesman, Vivek the snake, be satisfied with a guy who tells you to your face. Booby Kennedy, my personal integrity and my public integrity are different. I may lie mm. to you through your teeth and I may do something in the back end. Okay? And if that's the quality of people you want, then you are going to get that kind of world. You will get people who fucking print money all day. You will get people who do economic inequality all day to you. But if you want fundamental change, it becomes with your consciousness. Do you want to raise your consciousness? And do you want to understand it? Now, the great news is, Clint, we've created that... Framework, and and it took me fifty years to get here. You know, it's intersecting engineering, systems theory. It's intersecting ancient systems of knowledge. It's intersecting the fact that I actually come from these people, and I fucking care. That I want to shatter the swarm, as we call it. They're not interested in shattering the swarm. They want to perpetuate it, and they will even perpetuate to the extent acting like they're against the swarm. You know, against the establishment. But that's why you have to put on a very, very uh, you know, dispassionate approach to these people, you have to apply the principles. And that's what we do. So that but needs to be just, done, man. So, so the solutions that emerge out of that, let's take healthcare. What is the solution to healthcare? When you take a systems approach, and by the way, every Thursdays, we, we take all of these different areas and we actually give people a solution, Clint, here and now. Now, if I get elected president, what will I do, Clint? I'll do one of these talks, but we'll reach 8 billion people. The Mm -hmm. presidency is corrupt, right? The legislature is corrupt, the judiciary is corrupt. So what can one person do with my kind of knowledge? Well, I can use that bully pulpit of the presidency to educate 8 billion people. And that's what we did in 2020. We educated half a billion people on how to boost their immune system. We saved millions of people's lives. So if you go to the physics, here's the healthcare system that we need. You as an individual, understand how your body works. You as an individual know how to boost your immune system because the immune system and the aging molecular pathways are one and the same. Autophagy, oxidative stress, inflammation, okay, the ATG genes. You take care of your immune system, you will live long and prosper, okay? So we're educating people at our town halls how to do that. Fuck you to government, we don't need them. They're not gonna do shit for you anyway. If anything, they're gonna destroy your health. So we're saying start taking care of your health. When it comes to the environment, we actually teach people that one of the most important things you can do in a decentralized way is support your local farmer. Do things that so if he's, you know, has a chicken farm, he doesn't have to send a shit all the way to a USDA farm where they jack up the prices to butcher, right? You educate people locally, okay? How to eat. What politician is teaching that, Clint? I am. Yeah. All right? It's, it's vitally necessary. Right. Too. So healthcare system environment so people come to our town halls they learn this now so our campaign is not saying well elect me president like trump did then i'll get rid of the vaccine mandates no our campaign has been getting rid of the vaccine mandates it was my militant protest movement in new jersey which stopped the vaccine mandate in new jersey okay we were fighting against lockdowns while kennedy was promoting lockdowns so we teach are you an abolitionist i mean
1: like i'm just curious like what what level of government government would you like to maintain if well, any?
0: well first of all the question you're asking is based on people who never had access to system science so i've created something completely new clint here's a problem the libertarian philosophy comes from anarcho-syndicalism okay at the time libert- libertarianism it sounds good but it doesn't have the framework on how you execute it okay system science gives the way that you can achieve libertarianism okay or the principles some of the core principles the science of systems the foundational principles really didn't come out until the 1950s or the 1920s so what i'm saying is think about what i'm saying is people say they want to fly they want to build an engine but you don't even have the science to do that it's all it's all good feelings and what i'm saying is in a without hyperbole i've actually uncovered those scientific principles and well
1: i'm just trying to connect the dots between you know like what like what is the ultimate End product of this
0: scientific process. Yeah, so so the industry. end product, so that consider this, the end product of any time anything has changed in the arc of human history is when enough group of individuals raise their consciousness. When a set of people said, oh, we have inalienable rights. We deserve the bill of rights. It wasn't like hundred million people got that Clint. It was a very small set of people. And, and when they, but that the uncovering of that knowledge the raising of consciousness was as powerful as having 20 nuclear physicists who could split an atom. Do you need a billion nuclear physicists? No, you have 20 people, you can fucking blow up the world. See what I'm saying? Right. Sure. So when enough people's consciousness in 1776 was raised, it wasn't a lot of people, that they understood these principles, the engineering and the science, you can change things. That is what we're creating here, okay? So we have about a half a billion people who know about our movement globally. Half a million people have gone through it in varying forms, and we've let it naturally take place. We didn't even impose a superstructure. And it's only now we're finding through meritocracy, we're finding leaders in every country. Those leaders then are training others on the knowledge of system science. But it's not just something that's a scholarly piece, but they're all warriors. They get on the ground to apply this. They're the ones who are fighting against the election systems issues. In 2020, 2021, we trained probably four or 5,000 people and how to go to their town halls, get the participating voter list, compare them, and sue people, you see? So the knowledge is also very tactical, okay? We're the ones who are educating people every day. I mean, this call, notice how many times I have had to do the word fucking scumbag, okay? Against Kennedy, this is deliberate, because people need to recognize these people are not your friends. And we call them a disturbance in systems theory, their nine principles one of them is called the disturbance. And by the way, Henry Kissinger knows system science. George Soros is a leader in it. He wrote the book on reflexivity theory. The elites know system science. There's no fucking way we're going to beat them if we don't understand these principles. So, like Pram- well, I'll 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 dive into the to the
1: system science aspect of it because uh, obviously I need to do some additional research. Yeah. I'm totally totally unaware, but I would I would like to understand, you know, aside from kind of euphemisms for founding fathers like, what is, what is your vision of the end product for the American, well, so, is, is there a government still? Or is well, this just, well, so, we're raising our consciousness no, no, so, and where do we
0: end up? Well, let's start with not being abstract, okay? One individual understanding these concepts becomes a very powerful weapon. And let me give you my, me as an example. Why is it in March of 2020, Clint, I was the first one to call out Fauci? Because I understood the immune system, I understood he was a scumbag. Go look at the tweet history. I was the one who ran the fire campaign. We're the ones who mobilized people. Why why, why was I the only one to do that? Second, I was the only guy to go deep down and understand the election systems issue, that it was chain of custody and signature verification. All these other fools came around making money off of us talking wacky shit. Then you go look at the censorship system. Now, these are quite extraordinary things. I mean, in 2020, to 2020, I probably got two to three hours sleep, man. But we did the work. Why was I able to do that in a very material way? We exploded this out there because of the knowledge of systems. All right. Think about what I'm saying. And we educated many, many, many people that came from here, not from Trump, not from Mike Lindell, not from fucking Booby Kennedy here. And it came from the core of understanding system science. Now imagine. One hundred thousand people in the world understanding this. 100,000 people, now, it would be fascism, and this is what's happened with previous revolutionary movements, people imposing, oh, I have this vision that the world is gonna be like this. So this is sort of what may seem like the contradiction. My job is to make sure that, as a catalyst, Clint Russell can go through this and get it. You see, understand these. Now, how Clint decides to use that knowledge, you may use it in a way that I haven't even thought about, Clint. OK, so it's a it's a framework, not a not a destination. It's a framework. And it's not the ends justify the means. What's happened with many political movements is people have always felt the end should justify the means. Right. And when the ends justify the means, what do you get? You get fascism. So movements start good and they end up. Our goal is to raise consciousness of people understanding these concepts, because when people understand these concepts, you can't fool them anymore, man. When people understood the concept of, oh, I have the right to the freedom of speech and the second amendment, it's hard to take that away now, you say? Or the concept of inalienable inalienable rights. rights. I'm saying history, science, engineering has moved forward in the last 300 years. The elites know this, but the other 99.9% of people, until I brought it to the world, do not understand there's a completely different framework for achieving the goals we want. And that framework can be used for power profit control, or you can use it for truth, freedom, health, but you must get educated in this. Otherwise you're running around with twigs and stones and they have a nuclear weapon. And this is why 0.0001% of people are controlling 8 billion people. They know the knowledge of systems. The modern world is a world of systems. The reason MIT was on the map was because they were the first guys to put the concept of system science on the map. People don't know this. This is why 33,000 businesses came out of MIT, which generate now $2 trillion to the economy. So that's sort of the core issue here, right? So we have now people all over the world, man, who are getting educated. And those people are not just nerds. They're not just sitting there talking philosophical euphemisms. They're actually fucking on the ground, fighting, okay? They're exposing people, and they have practical solutions. So on every one of these issues, healthcare, environment, education, governance, innovation and economy the people come to our movement are actually learning actual skills so they can take care of their lives economically leaders all these things so how they used decide to use that clint it's it's wrong for me to predict if i taught you civil engineering today you may build a bridge you may build a house you may build shit i haven't even thought about but you've learned civil engineering
1: if you learn but how a jet propulsion- that's that's basically that's basically the libertarian worldview is that it once you free people, you don't know what they're going to do with that freedom. And and that's not that's not really our concern. We're but- just trying to keep the government suppressed so that they can well, we can actually allow the economy to blossom.
0: What we're doing is, in again, um, libertarianisms need to go through this training because one of the important concepts that came out only in 1957 by the work of Ilya Prigogine was the concept of a self organizing system. A mm-hmm. self organizing system is something that emerges out of the inner of the individual parts of the system changing phase, okay? So Clint learns this, I learned this. Now the entire system is gonna change, you see? And that's called, it's called a revolution, it's called a phase transition, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you watch the S-curve, it goes like this. You get enough people doing it, it goes into a different mode. So in many ways, I'm trying to engineer with this knowledge, the ability to phase shift from this system of power, profit, control to a system of truth, freedom, health, how that manifests itself. I'm not going to do the Leninist model of top down. Okay. Doing that, because then you end up with what occurred in Russia, right? Initially it was a bottoms up movement. Lenin wanted to accelerate that movement through the concept of Vanguard party. The problem was they were successful, but it ended up in the situation you had Stalin come. You see, but if you, if the goal is I got 300 million people in the United States and I want to have about 10,000 people in the United States who get these concepts, it's fucking over, man. Imagine 10,000 people like me doing podcasts, exposing Vivek and Kennedy unabashedly every day. People are fucking done, man. They're done. Now, now yeah. we'll see footing around exposing people but they're coming from the knowledge of systems. Uh, just real quick, is,
1: there, is, it, is it possible to prove system science hypotheses given that it is so grand and you can't really have oh yeah another experiment to run against
0: system science is used in your thermostat right now everything we have in the modern world today comes from engineering systems principles but well no of course but i'm saying can it can it be applied to
1: civilization on that scale it is being applied it is with people making their own autonomous decision making it just seems it seems But but clint it 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 seems almost like mystical it
0: isn't mystical okay it's engineering system science. You learn it in engineering school. Your thermostat is system science. Did you know that?
1: Oh, I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying, but when you, when you apply that to humanity with 7 billion, 8 billion people that are all uh, functioning, autonomous people you, are Clint, thinking they, and doing they, their they, own things.
0: They are applying it to us right now.
1: I, oh, I I know that they I know that they the central planners are I'm saying is are they correct that are they correct in their assessment I, it, Obviously it seems no, that you so believe they I'm are obviously is, they're using it in the wrong way no, But no, so
0: so think about if you learn Bernoulli's principle Okay, you could build one airplane or you could create the transportation industry You could build an airplane just for yourself and just for your friends Okay, so right? it's infinitely scalable. Of course. And the knowledge of systems permeates everything. Look, you could use a science, not you could, we teach people, you could use the science of systems to go beyond all these diets. You notice every three to five years, some moron is, oh, now eat keto, now do carnivore, now do vegan, Now da. The problem is when you take a systems approach, you understand there are principles that operate your body, the same principles that operate this Mac mini server, the same principles that operate the thermostat. All of them are the same principles. Think about what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a science of everything that any human citizen can learn. Jay Forrester was one of the uh, professors at MIT, was one of the leaders in this. He wanted to make sure he was taught at the kindergarten level. You learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. Why aren't you learning system science? George Soros knows it. Henry Kissinger knows it. Zibzhan F. Brzezinski knows, knows it. And about 10,000 people on the planet knows it. That's how they're manipulating 8 billion people. Now, what I'm yeah. saying may seem like so foreign, but that's what you know. out of the one mile radius between MIT and Harvard, Why is it every world leader has always gone through that one mile radius? Knowledge is power. And the knowledge of the day is system science. If you don't have system science, you're just talking shit about good ideas and you have passion, but you're not going to achieve anything because you don't have the tool set that they
1: have to implement. Right. Well, that's fascinating. I uh, go ahead and tell my audience uh, how they can they can dive deeper because I'm sure they're going to want
0: to. Let me play you a video. How's that? Yeah, go for it. Um, I think what I need to do. Let me uh, let me share my screen. Can I share my screen with you?
1: Yeah, you should be able to click the present button and then share screen. Just make sure that you click the share tab audio. Okay, so let me stop sharing. So I got
0: to go to you. Um, let me go to brand here. So I'm going to share with you a video, which was a uh, because someone asked me. You know, uh, so let me do a video. Uh, I got to go to you, right? And I got to share. I go present. Yep. And I want to share myself here so you can see me, right, Clint? Yep. All right. And I'm going to just play this video. OK, so this video will really give you an idea. What is truth for health uh, in a very practical way? So let me play this for you. OK, here we go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhelp.com. The course, but also every Thursdays, Clint, we have a open house, okay? What's fascinating is, um, and it's, it's, Thursdays end up becoming literally a 16-hour uh, day for me, because we'll go from 11 to 2, because it's global, right? We, before, mm. we were doing it 8 p.m. to uh, 11, and we had all these people from Asia and Europe logging, and they would be up until 3 in the morning. So now we have from 11 to 2, we do it for you know the part of Europe, et cetera, uh, uh,
1: Eleven AM to two PM Eastern?
0: Yes. And then we do it again um from uh you know we do it again from um uh eight PM uh to sometimes ten. Yes last Thursday went to eight PM to twelve. Because it and what we do is we typically take a topic. You know, so we, we first of all people come from all over the world and we introduce people. And, and the stories. well, how did you come to our movement? Oh, I saw Dr. Shiva on this, and I saw him on this. I used to be a Kennedy supporter. I used to be a Bernie Sanders supporter. I used to support Trump. I was with the Ron Paul campaign. I'm so fucking done with these guys because none of them. I saw Dr. Shiva's clarity. He's a real deal. That kind of stuff. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we live in, we're in Cambridge here. You know, I used to have a sign up here. Only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. We ran against Warren. All these <laughs> liberals would hate, us, would hate us. But a woman came last week. She said, you know, I've been watching your movement. I hated you when you attacked Elizabeth Warren, but I realized she's full of shit. I realized Kennedy's full of shit. I realized Trump, you're building a movement. I came to you, right? We're here. Sure. Another guy was a medical doctor out on the West Coast. He's like, you know, I saw the Joe Rogan Kennedy interview, and I was going to give him a lot of money, and I thought he was great. And then I saw the interview where you're exposing Rogan, what he did, and exposing Kennedy, even though I didn't want to accept it. I went through and I reviewed it. Everything you said was true. It took me about two days of cognitive dissonance. And he goes, I'm here. I'm not going to give him one penny. So what's happening in 2023 now, in 2020 and 2021, we launched, I mean, when I did all that stuff, people had came to us opportunistically, Clint. Like they were like, oh, Dr. Shiva is going to help us fight backs mandates. He's fighting for us. Right? So, was, you know, that's fine. But now we're getting people who are much different than that. They're very enlightened people and self-reflective. You see, um, they're of the um, they're of the position. Um, you know, um, let me just. I just. It's a d- different group of people because these people are coming um, from the point like they really want to change the world. You see what I'm saying? Um, they yeah. want to fundamentally understand why the world is so fucked up. You know. And what do we do to really change it? Because they don't want to go through another Trump or another Obama, another Kennedy. And no. these people are phenomenal people, so they're willing to put the time into. So we call it a warrior scholar program. You have to understand this. And you know this should if if some you know this should have been done fifty years ago, but all the movements were destroyed. So we have to, we've had to go at the ground level. We've built the education environment. We've built. I mean, we have a whole online university. We have. We've created. We have our own data center here, so we don't rely on Facebook or Twitter, right? We've had to do all that work, but our goal is we get people on the ground, educating. Sure. It's a learn, teach, and serve model. After well, you- it, it,
1: if you're if you're correct about about how how this can undermine the you know the ruling class at this point, uh, then you're going to have to do it all grassroots, and you're going to have to do it on your own data. There's no other and way, man. So yeah. you nailed
0: it. So to think that we're going to destroy the swarm by working with the swarm. Are you fucking serious? So why am I running for president? You know, first thing, we want everyone to go get these bumper stickers. Why? Because it gives people an opportunity who are working hard to peel off these bumper stickers and put it on the back windshield of their car. So one person uses their car to reach 100,000 people now, 100,000 views per day. The other thing is people are a little more adventurous. They can go to the website, shiver4president.com, and they download this very powerful weapon. It's a flyer. And this flyer, Clint, gives people the ability to print it on their home printer. Go use your library's printer. You're paying your property taxes and hand it out to your neighbors. Keep it in your glove compartment. You know, we're going to get about 50 million of these out by the end of 2024. All right. This is saying I'm going to go offline. I'm not going to rely on fucking Elon Musk to fucking help me because he's already part of the swarm. I'm not gonna rely on fucker Carlson or being entertained by, you know, fucking Alex Jones or something. You know, (laughs) these guys are entertainers. They don't want to build a movement. All right, Right. and then if people want to donate money, we say great, but if you donate money, when you donate money to us, I give you back stuff. You know, I Mm. give you tools. I give you knowledge. We give you education because we want you to ultimately be the hero. So if you go to Twitter feed, we are, people handing out flyers. They're our heroes, okay? So I'm a catalyst in this. So my running for president is quite disruptive. You know, uh, this guy called Reince Priebus, who was the chief of staff for Trump, uh, apparently a guy that I know, he has him on his board of his company, he said, hey, Dr. Shiva's running for president. He goes, fuck, that's gonna be majorly disruptive. So if you see now what they're doing, I mean, I will say, look, the tip of the spear of this movement is our running for office. And it's about you. Kennedy literally copied that and puts, puts that in a video. Russell Brand is now talking about life expectancy. And this guy's a total douchebag. Which came first, his becoming anti-establishment or his you know, allegedly raping these women? I would presume you know, the latter, OK? And you have to wonder, did he know this shit was going to happen to him? You know, like whistleblowers in some companies, they're real, sincere whistleblowers. The guy knows he's going to be fired, so he suddenly starts whistleblowing on shit, right? Mm-hmm. I put him in the, that category, OK? All of these people who are of the elites claiming they're anti-establishment. It's become like the in vogue thing to do now. Where were they in 2020? Russell Brand was promoting lockdowns in 2020. Oh, interesting. Booby Kennedy was promoting lockdowns in 2020. You can go look at that. They're all up there. Trump. Trump. So I was the only guy promoting lockdowns. We collected 120,000 signatures, drove our bus down, and we handled those 120,000 signatures you know, to Trump. Marlon, I wrote the letter saying fire Fauci. Rand Paul waited a year to use fire Fauci. And it was for donation emails. These guys are all scumbags. Well, ju-
1: just to just to, you know, stake a little claim in my legitimacy. I started Liberty Lockdown in May 1st of 2020. So uh, I, I was right there alongside you. I, I completely agree with you. We need people that are going to actually take action and, and be the heroes of At this the right of their time story. Yeah, You speak well, well, exactly. the truth at the right matters.
0: not two years later, acting all upset like fucker Carlson when you right. had all the documents we gave you about the backdoor portal. He's part of yeah. the intelligence network.
1: We have yeah, to understand I mean, it, we're
0: being sold out. And the only person that deserves to be president is me right now is running because I've done the work and I have a history without, you know, any type of exaggeration. You put my CV of fighting for people next to any of these guys. It won't match it's unmatchable what you will find is a history of bullshitting people
1: <laughs> well on, on that we agree uh dr shiva thank you so much for your time it was Excellent. both interesting and entertaining uh great to meet you and uh well one more time for people that
0: want to get involved uh, go tell them the url please so number one go to shiva numeral four president.com and this is our campaign is about involvement. It allows you to get a bumper sticker, put it on the back of your car. Go to President.com. Go to the download section. We have, we've open sourced this. You can print this on a black and white printer. Get it out. Or go to truthfreedomhealth.com where you get the knowledge and the education. And that's where you can become your own leader. You become your own guru. You become the teacher. But you will get the knowledge that I used to teach at MIT for many, many years. You will get the knowledge that the elites have about how systems work. That knowledge is what everyone needs to get, Clint. We have a woman who's a hairdresser who teaches it to a PhD. Anyone can learn it. Okay. Well, uh, let me say, let me say real quick. The the uh, you know libertarians, including
1: myself, have um, you know struggled to basically f- figure out a way to apply our philosophy to the this broader world, which is obviously under the the yoke of technocrats and totalitarians and a bunch of misinformation and, and propagandized people. So I, I, I will be doing this system science deep dive so I can see if I if yeah, I agree I'll, with I'll your
0: orientation, go through the course and you'll meet some. Where are you out of, Clint? Miami. Miami. Yeah. So Florida, we have probably about 3000 warrior scholars now. OK, we have cool. people all over the world, man. Um, yeah. And all, all of our stuff is being translated into And pro- we have it. We have about 120 countries now. There's someone in Antarctica who took the course. Samoa. I don't know who, but... People live in Antarctica? What the fuck? They're scientists. They live down there. there Anyways, are. man,
1: I, I got to run, but uh, right. everybody, please be well. please hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment. Uh, I'm sure there will be lots of comments on this one. And thank you again, Dr. Shiva. It was, a, it was a pleasure. All right.
0: Thank you, everyone. Be well. Be the light. Best to you and your family, Clint, and, and your community. Be well. All right, Clint, cool. Yep, be well. Thanks. Yep. All right, everyone, that was Clint Russell. It was good doing that meeting with him. I hope this is valuable. Anyway, everyone, go get your bumper stickers, right? Go to shivaforpresent.com, get the flyers, get on the ground, and let's win this fight. But you have to get educated. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com, get educated, or be enslaved. It's really up to you. And I leave you with that. Thank you, be well.